and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. And guess what, Nelson? For the first time in many, many weeks, I went outside on the weekend, I got some sun, and I saw people that don't just live in this house. What oh. a weekend, Nelson. You wouldn't believe the high highs that I experienced. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I know. Do you know, on one day on the weekend, this is just to show you a stark comparison. Um, I have a little stepper app. Uh -huh. um, and I don't think you need to sort of totally understand uh, like the average amount of steps in a day to really for this to have an impact. Uh -huh. But one day I did 131 <laughs> steps. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, you, you broke the ton. You broke a hundred. That's so few steps. That's so I was genuinely few. the next day. Like I was just oblivious to it on the day. Did you? And then the next day, I get like a little thing, you know, that pops up on my phone. That's like, oh, hey, this is the amount of steps you did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and it came up, and I, I couldn't help but laugh. I didn't even think that it was possible to get that fewer steps in one day, I imagine, regardless of how lazy we are. <laughs> well, I imagine it's probably one of the, the apps that like, if your phone's in your pocket, that just roughly kind of tracks your steps. Is that right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Was this right. a day in which your phone was in for repair or something? So you just didn't yeah, have it on you? It could have been. It was the technician who didn't walk that much. No, it was, uh, admittedly, I probably didn't have my phone on me all the time, but like most of the time it was, yeah, it was a bad day. More, than, bad day. more than is appropriate to have that lower step count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, but then I made up for it a few days later, went around the lake, so take that physicality body, take that. <laughs> Science. Yeah, you've conditioned your body to be in peak, uh, peak athletic condition now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only take. I think it's a one for one ratio. If you have one really lazy day, just have one really good walk like, around athletic the lake. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And walk around the lake. If there's a lake close to you, walk around it. Yeah. Um, not a pond. If it could technically be classified as a pond, not, not suitable. Yeah. Walk around the lake. Unfortunately. I'm about uh, 7,000 days in the rear, but um, <laughs> I am catching up. Yeah. I'm getting there slowly. But I, I would I would say the people that are saying that maybe this is like pseudoscience, I encourage them to, to check out all the post-run interviews with Usain Bolt where they say, how do you do it? How are you the fastest man in the world? And he goes, I walk around the lake. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's my whole that's, training regimen. He's yeah, lake-based. Yeah. Lot of, lot of, lot of lakes where he's from. Yeah, that's how he got so. <laughs> Nelson, if there wasn't a lot of lakes where he was from, how would he be the fastest man in the world? Think. Otherwise, you're going to sound like a dummy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, obviously, all the greatest runners in the world. Kathy Freeman, for yeah. example, Australian hero, mm. grew up on a lake. That's I why. Think. And um, you know, look, I haven't checked this a hundred percent, but I imagine the most world records at any Olympics where I think it was in 96 when it was at Salt, Salt Lake City. Mate, yeah. Walking around Salt Lakes, you're going to break records. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so many lakes there. Um, all right, Cam, I think we should get into it then. Please. This, uh, this first Reddit on Reddit, he was cross-posted to us by Nom 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 Nation. Although 
they didn't really cross post a post. They cross posted a subreddit uh, that they thought might be interesting, uh, you know, that we could talk about. And I thought it was a good idea. So I actually found a post uh, from that subreddit. Um, and the subreddit is called Game Ideas. And the uh, so so basically just people post all the I think the the title like under the um, subreddit is something along the lines of you can post games in here you know you'll never make so <laughs> uh, it's just for lazy people's ideas but um so I got one here it's from Fox Star Five Lol uh, and their game idea is a reverse dating simulator. Uh, and then they explain. You have been accepted into a prestigious school, dedicated to be a top student. You will let nothing stand in your way. The only problem is you are one of the hottest guys in class, and it seems everybody has a crush on you. Deflect, delay, and diffuse the other students' crushes on you. Join extracurricular activities to improve your grades, but be warned, you might attract more students. (laughs) Say you're gay when she refuses to stop and open up an entirely new can of worms. Nearly get kidnapped and call the cops on a childhood friend turned Yanderiel. Get straight A's and go forward to a bright future. That's basically my my idea. Tell me what you think. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Being, yeah. being the, the, the hottest guy in class, I can relate because I've got some serious 90s heartthrob hair going on at the moment it's starting to kind of like like flick down a little bit like you might get in like a 90s teen drama so i understand the perils of being the hunk in class nelson yes uh it's a problem that uh we have both definitely personally gone through but i'm also good Um, at not dating through high school (laughs) (laughs) easy some would say (laughs) yeah um I was just so focused on my studies, Campbell, I think. It was, uh, was why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely Mike's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's why. Um, <laughs> but I thought that this was such a great idea, a very interesting concept. <laughs> like, like, could you imagine the uh, uh, version of the game? Like, I imagine it's one of those dialogue-based kind of game right and i just like the idea of how much you could expand on this i like I, I would like it to also not just be dialogue based but maybe point and click you know where, like mm. it's a point and click but then it enters into those dialogue sequences yeah yeah that's right you've got to click on the key before you click on the door before you can walk yeah. out of the house yeah yeah <laughs> um but See, I was thinking about the concept of like, okay, you're super attractive. Maybe at some point a teacher gets attracted to you. Oh, These okay. things happen, can yeah. they? And then you have to, you can, and I think you can play it one of two ways. Like the goal is obviously to get good grades, but you're being distracted by so many people who are just incredibly attracted to you. So what if you a teacher gets attracted to you you can play it one of two ways. You could either abuse that relationship yeah, okay. to get A's in which you don't necessarily deserve. Mm. Or it could really, you know, backfire on you if you if you happen to get found out 
then maybe you're uh, forced to go to counseling, even though it was your plan all along. Okay. And you have to, and then you miss many months of the year. This, this is a horrible and insensitive line of questioning I'm about to begin. That's fine, Ken, but, but this is a safe place. The, the student-teacher relationship, very detrimental for the teacher were it to come mm-hmm. out. Yep. What are the repercussions for the student? Because I feel like the, the, the risk kind of is lessened for the student. Is that too ignorant to say? Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's what I think. That's why I said like the, the, um, the consequence is you're like forced into counseling. In this yeah. game, you're forced into counseling because as a, you know, you're a minor. That's, uh, you know, what, what, what do they call that? Um, statutory you yeah statutory rape yeah so i think that you would be considered as like being under that circumstance so you're the victim so you don't necessarily have to like go into um you you know you're not going to jail as this uh uh student but you're forced to like go and do other things that take you away from your (laughs) studies right right okay so the counseling time does cut into your study time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then, yeah. and then, what if the counselor is attracted to you? Hmm? Well, then whole other whole other can of worms. And you they might, want to they want to extend your counseling. Well, that's what sessions. I mean. Like you might think, oh, well, that will help, but it wouldn't. That would actually be detrimental because mm-hmm. then they'll want to schedule an extra counseling. So, yeah, but you could. What you could do is say, okay, fine counselor i'll have a relationship with you but you have to cancel these counseling sessions <laughs> the, the irony so is you if you want to see me more you need to schedule less yeah yeah okay but what if if you played the victim card correctly could you get sympathy grading from the school oh, so if you're yeah. on track right if you're on track to get a really good score and then something happened and you you are no longer in the like you don't have the mental capacity to take the test anymore you're too destroyed mm. would they have to award you and then you get kind of the back end of the year free to do whatever yeah. counseling you want to do okay yeah because they do do that actually yeah. there is a um there is a uh, thing in fact funnily enough i was talking to some friends of mine um who are uh, they're a married couple. One's a primary school teacher. One's a um, high school teacher. Um, and the high school teacher was telling me of like the the year eleven, year twelve, final years of school um, exams uh, and how they're going to go this year. And he said it's really super dumb because what they're doing is they're saying, okay, everybody deserves a fair go. This year has been a tough year to study, so we're going to give you all like exceptions, right? Which would make sense. You know, you might get graded higher, okay, on certain certain things. But the problem is you're rated against other students. So if literally everybody has the same thing, like you might say, okay, let's say just for a simple uh, example, mm-hmm. you're getting like C's on average, but then they upgrade that to a B, right? But then everybody else that got a higher grade also gets upgraded. So they say, well, the average 
used to be a C, but now because everybody's scores have been upgraded, the average is a B. So you're still doing average. <laughs> like there's no yeah yeah. All, all like you've done is the stupidest justification. You've changed the goalpost where it is. Like you've just yeah moved the goalpost slightly. It's still a goalpost. Like it's still that's still where, where you're <laughs> aiming. But you, all yeah. you've done is move it. Yeah. So it's super dumb. That's also a very simplistic way to look at it because I think it's more, far more complex than that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think there's... I think if there's one podcast out there that really gets the the real kind of uh, ins and outs and the the minutia of the Australian mm. education system, it's probably Reddit on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. We know facts. <laughs> that that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. our tagline the, is. The the, uh, the podcast with the famous "Don't fact check us" policy. We know facts. Yeah, yeah. Also, it brackets pedophile catches. <laughs> and here's the thing: like we we had some people early on that were, I think, were a bit like, you know, may, maybe they thought, is the "don't fact check us" policy really the best policy? And to them, I say, you know what? It got someone elected president running on the mm. "don't fact check me" policy. So yeah, it worked quite yeah. well for him. It's I think it'll mm. work just fine for us. It's it's been working well. It's been working well. Um, do you think there is a person existing in the world or has existed where they have the problem of being too attractive that they can't complete their studies? Like imagine the cool, attractive male or female that was in the cool group at school and they're really studious, but they've got some friends that are like, I you you need to come hang out with us because you're cool. Mm. Stop doing studies. Is this a, does somebody have this problem in real life? Yeah, this would make a really interesting, if very shallow, like CW style teen drama. Yeah, yeah. Right, where exactly. it's like someone, someone is actually naturally too cool and sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they really actually, want to study. You know who comes closest? Not that I know, like obviously her experiences, but Emma Watson, I know he's like, obviously super attractive, mm -hmm. but very studious mm -hmm. and went back to do college, like after Harry Potter, yep. um, which I think, you know, a lot of people probably didn't like, I don't know if Daniel Radcliffe did, for example. Um, but she was like, Oh no, I'm really like into studying it and, and this. So I imagine she would have struggled yeah. significantly, well, not same. just with like being the cool person, but like the, the, you know, um, uh, obligations she yeah. had well, as yeah, like I, a famous person I, doing I movies. I think you could say the same. There's a couple of celebrities. Uh, I know Natalie Portman is is another, and James Franco, who like post. Nah, they're idiots. They're idiots, mate. Post fame went back to. I think they both went to Harvard. In fact, I think James Franco may even have his doctorate now. Like both very educated people, but also very sexy mm. people. Mm. But did you check to see if he had a relationship with one of the professors? Oh, and no, just I have got no doubt. Three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've seen Pineapple Express. The guy looks like an idiot. I have realized in this reverse dating sim, we have insinuated that this person is underage. But they yeah, could just true. be in yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they could we be. went down the the awkward statutory rape kind of path. But it doesn't have to be that way. You could just be an older student in, in college. The, uh, <laughs> in the community-esque timeline, you know, split, 
we have gone down the darkest timeline immediately. Yeah, we went the darkest timeline. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's very much this podcast. That's what we explore, <laughs> that version of reality. Um, but yeah. What if you could, or maybe that's, oh my God, let's get James Franco, Natalie Portman, Emma Watson. We need another guy. We need to balance it out. But they could be um, the people that, like we pay them to use their likeness and then you get to select them as a character uh, in the game in. right in or the game we make them look very similar but just different enough and not pay them a cent yeah 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 we'll yeah, call yeah. them it's like natalie is... watson <laughs> yeah, and yeah. emma portman <laughs> or, or just like like uh yeah it, it can be even like emma wilson like just very very similar you know yeah yeah but they can't <laughs> legally they can't do anything yeah, and think about this. Here's here's a win-win for you, Nelson. Say mm-hmm. we do this, and Emma Watson's like, I don't think so, and sues us. You know what? You get to meet Emma Watson. Oh my god, I've always <laughs> wanted to meet Emma Watson. <laughs> what if she's never at any of the court trials because she's so rich and has a lawyer yeah, yeah, that just can just a... do that for her? <laughs> well, and like a weird stipulation is we're happy to cop up to all the fines, but she does have to appear in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we will settle outside of court. <laughs> And save both of us a headache's worth of financial fees, legal fees. But we are going to need to meet you and have and have a lunch date. And and you have to be civil about it the whole time, like like, like as if you wanted to be there. Yeah. Like this was your idea. In fact, we're gonna. That's the premise of the lunch. We come up and you say, "Hey, thanks so much for coming. I've been really wanting to meet you guys." <laughs> She has to I, say, of us, I'm so so pleased to meet you. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> and then we get to say, oh, thank you. Uh, what do you do? Like, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything we would know you from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be, I think that'd be good. I think uh, problem solved. And then we record the meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And then we throw it back at the let me sue her and we say she dragged us through this legal proceeding (laughs) just because she wanted to meet us listen to this secret recording that we took (laughs) here's the thing nelson you've just settled one lawsuit and you're immediately (laughs) going straight into like a legal recording (laughs) yeah 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 well i mean We'll just do that thing. I don't think it's legal if you let them know you're recording. Yeah, yeah. That's, we need right. to work that into conversation somehow. Yeah. Okay, Emma, yeah. nice to meet you. are going to record this. Okay, great. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, well, obviously it's for um, it, uh, training and quality assurances. Um, so. I've got it, Nelson. <laughs> what will happen is you let Emma know that we're going to record the conversation and I've got a brilliant way to cover it. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm aware of conversation. Oh, just a couple of couple of coughs there, Emma. Sorry about that. But all good. Yeah. But but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. She'll never suspect a thing. Um, yeah. Pretty Oh, by the way, good. anyone listening, no one send this episode to Emma Watson. Don't don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare, because I tell you what, if you do, there'll be a lawsuit coming your way. <laughs> first, you're going to meet us for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a casual lunch, nothing weird. We're not going to record anything. <laughs> uh, all right, Kemper, let's get into Ask Reddit. 
This ask credit is by Shaggy Lord. Uh, oh no, sorry, it was cross posted to us by Shaggy Lord, uh, but it was originally by Leadership Potential Eight. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. I find it quite funny. It's good. good. Okay, good. Uh, you have five minutes to hide a paperclip in your home. A detective has twenty-four hours to find it. If they don't, you get ten thousand dollars. Where are you going to hide the paperclip? We have, can I just say, I, look, it was Shaggy Lord's first time cross-posting yeah, something yeah. to us, but we've had a similar question before. I can't remember what it was, though, so we're going to, and I'm sure you definitely don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, I feel like it was like an SD card or something. It's like, yeah, we, we had to hide yeah. something from somebody. Um, yeah. The thing is, since we've last had it, we both have changed where we live. Mm. So it is, yeah. a, it is now a new challenge. That's right. The, yeah, the, the thing that I fear is if people were to learn where we live, we're also now giving them the information of where we might hide something valuable in our house. If if this does come true, yeah, we will. Yeah, that, that could be uh, a problem. Where we're like, oh my god, we've given away. You know what? Can't, this is it. Okay. Yeah. Just have one location that we won't tell people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All other potential locations. <laughs> That's fine. That's fair game. You weren't going to hide it there anyway because you've got this one better location <laughs> that you're just not going to say on the podcast. Okay, so here's here's what I'm thinking because I've I've just looked around this room, and okay, what what I've decided because it, because it's a paperclip and it's so uh, so small, yeah, that I think that this this might be a a, a decent one, which is we have a lot of uh, pictures up on the wall here. Right, and a classic one is behind the picture, right? That's a classic spot. Too easy. I'd get that straight away. You take a couple of steps, right, in which Mm -hmm. you undo the frame of the picture and each picture has like a white matting around it. Mm. And between the picture and the white matting, so even if you were to take the back off, still covered, or flip it around, still covered, put it between the poster and the white matting frame around it, you put the paperclip there. Mm. No, I definitely, I would definitely get that camera. Well, because I told you. Yeah, yeah but I would have <laughs> definitely got that. Okay. <laughs> name right. name another name let's... another location, and I'll tell you if I definitely <laughs> would get that or not. <laughs> um, I have a I have a super secret vault that has I like retina protection, so you need to scan my mm. retina to get into it. Uh, yeah. No one knows where in the house it's hidden except for me. And yeah. also, uh, after the retina thing, there's a 12-digit code to input. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have got that? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I've come prepared with dynamite. Mm. So. Is the trick to have it on your person, like, like palm it in your hand like a magician, and when the person mm. comes in, you actually hide it on them? Oh. That's pretty good. Slip it into their back pocket or yeah. something. Oh my god, that's pretty genius, Campo. Um, Would you have got that if I did it? N- not even. I mean, look in the very last few minutes <laughs> because I've searched everywhere else. I've done the I've done the poster thing. I've yeah. broken into the safe. Yeah. 
the very like I would still obviously get it, but like just in the very last couple of minutes. The thing is, so. high reward but high risk because it would be over very quickly if he's like, "Do you just put something in my pocket?" <laughs> like, oh no! Oh, what's that? Three minutes? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, this is the quickest one I've done this week. <laughs> That's the stupidest plan I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, those are adequate. Okay, thank Kevin, you. I'll say. Um, but here's the thing: you haven't. Uh, this is obviously the proper way to do it. Um, spend five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. approximately. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of paper clips. I'm talking a lot of paper clips. Yeah. I'm not sure how much you can get with five thousand or roughly five thousand dollars worth of paper, but I imagine you could get like a lot of paper clips. Mm. Fill an entire room with paper clips, and like maybe like you know, uh, let's say a bathroom worth. And I'm not sure. I'm I'm looking into the wording of this particular right, but I imagine it's got to be like they pick up the paperclip and they're like, this is the paperclip in which is the special one that they need to present. Maybe it's made of a slightly different material, right? But it otherwise looks like that paperclip. I think if you just, could you imagine walking into a room and it's just full floor to ceiling with an entire room of paperclips, that would be such a painful process. Yeah. Just to try and go through it one by one. Is this it? No. Is this it? No. I, I think that would I think you could take up 24 hours of time just by that. I think you could simplify this, Nelson. I think that if they thought they'd found the paperclip, they think it's over and then they leave. <laughs> so you just buy a paperclip, <laughs> okay. put it under the front rug <laughs> when they enter the house. First <laughs> yeah. place they look like, oh, I got the paperclip. It looks like I win and run out. And you're like, it looks like you did win. And then, <laughs> yeah. well, in that case, you could do your idea of sneak it in into their pocket, but just make it more obvious so they do catch it, <laughs> right. you know, because they might be thinking mm. of a red herring. In fact, what you could do is have like heaps of red herrings. <laughs> like first this one under the mat, they lift it up and they're like, huh? And they go, wait a minute. This is too specific, <laughs> like uh, too easy. easy to find. So... I bet you there's another one around. Then you're like, oh, you got me. Slip another fake one into their pocket. Hey, did you do it? Wait a second. I would have done this. You can kill so much time just mm. from faking the amount yeah. of... I, I've got obviously just got like a, a uh, garbage bag full of paper clips that I've got that yeah. I'm like slowly placing around. And I would use every dirty trick in the book, I think, to to give myself more time. Let's say the 24 hours have started. The, the person comes around to my door. You know, Who is it? I'm here to search for the paper clip. I got 24 hours. Yeah, I'm coming. Hang on. <laughs> That's kill an hour. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> so you, put some pants in. <laughs> you finally open the door and he's like, right, time starts now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> It depends because um, if he says that and clicks it before he stepped through the door, I would close the door again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's a good point. You can't just close the door back on him. Mm. What if you just um, 
like tased him when he walked in. <laughs> hmm. What do you think what? the repercussions are? How much do you think you would it would cost you in like damages by just tasing somebody? For 24 I, I, I hours think just the, I think just the threat of violence would put him off. So if you say say it's down one end of the house and there's a hallway leading to that end of the house and you you spend $500 and you hire a bouncer in the hallway. Yeah. So when he goes to yeah. go down there, he's like, no, no, not tonight, mate. No, no, no. Not enough ladies <laughs> with you. Yeah. You go, you get a yeah. couple of ladies, you come back, maybe I'll let you through. But we're at capacity at the moment. And then just yeah. to rub it in, you get him to let you past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you fit, you fist bump the bouncer on your way through. <laughs> so you know you're real tight with yeah, him, yeah. you know. And like the whatever you say will go. So yeah, it's good. Because because what, what if he comes back with a lot of girls? Then it's a know? win-win situation, Nelson. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it's then a red- you say, hey, ladies, if you want, if you want some of this ten thousand dollars that I'm about to get. <laughs> Don't let this guy find the paperclip. Yeah, because it's a red herring. Because the paperclip's not down that end of the house. You put the it's bouncer. It's not even there. there, Kevin. It's not even there. It's in another room that's full of paperclips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's and it's behind a poster, obviously, yeah. and under the yeah. little lining. Yeah, it's not yeah. in the pile of paperclips. There's a pile of paperclips yeah. there as a as another red herring, but it is in fact behind the frame. Yeah. Yeah. Just a plethora of red herrings <laughs> is how you win this this challenge. Yeah, yeah. I I also like the idea of like let's say there is a um, uh, uh, you like dig a hole in the floor mm-hmm. and you seal it up with like bolted metal, right? And you 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 leave just like a spanner there. They can just undo themselves, but there's like 50 bolts. <laughs> so it takes a really long time because mm-hmm. that is frustrating. Just recently I had to disassemble a bed. Oh my God. Just so <laughs> frustrating. And you make it so that you can only turn the bolt like a quarter of an inch at a time. You know, so it's just that tiny amount because yeah. there's not yeah. enough space yeah. to do anymore. The most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> If anything, you make them go mentally insane. Yeah, and that's a win. That, and then they open they, the door. If what's they in, quit, what's in yeah. when, when once they open the door? What's in it? Thousands of paper clips. So many paper clips, but not, yeah. not the real one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, I should say there's so many paper clips, which is really a layer of paper clips on top of another metal plate <laughs> with many more bolts. In it. And the thing is. You'd have to check it, wouldn't you? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, it's it's probably not in here, but there is a chance that it might be, and I need to check. You need to think about when. Let's call this guy Brian, right? The guy that's looking for the paperclip. When Brian goes back to his boss saying, "I didn't find the paperclip," and they're like, "Well, what happened, Brian? Like, was there anything? Is was there a place that you thought it could have been?" And he has to go, <laughs> "Well, yeah, there was a trap door in the floor full of thousands of <laughs> yeah. paperclips, but underneath that." There was a second trapdoor, which I didn't <laughs> yeah. look in. He's never going to explain yeah. that to his boss, is he? Yeah, exactly. 
him be dead. You did make it up, wouldn't you? Because it seems like such an easy thing to get away with, you know? You're some big corporation that gives $10,000 to people if they can hide a paperclip. And you're like, oh, this should be easy enough. Hmm. You send out a technician and it's like, honestly, honestly, it could not find it. They did a really good job of this one. You wouldn't explain the, you know, necessities because otherwise that looks like you were lazy. Yeah, there were plenty of places that it absolutely couldn't be. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> um, anyway, that's easy $10,000. I would like, you know, if we ever do some sort of um, like live show hmm. or something, right, one day perhaps with an audience, I think we should do some of these things that we talk about. Like let's hide a paperclip somewhere, <laughs> wherever we're doing a recording, mm-hmm. and just see who can find it. Yeah. It, it no. will be like part of us, like say we're on the stage at this live show. We're trying to do our uh, our show. And the, you do see a person like crawling underneath the seats. Part <laughs> of you will be like, that's a distraction. But also they appreciate that they're a real fan. And yeah, they're yeah. looking for the paper clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the idea that, that we're on stage doing a podcast, but literally no one is paying attention <laughs> while everyone's looking for this paperclip. Probably a best case scenario for us. Yeah. Because if yeah. they're paying attention, they're gonna because we'd probably have to charge for venue hire and whatnot. So then if, yeah. if they're paying attention to what they've paid money for, that's that's bad for us. So distracting them with a the, treasure hunt. Yeah. Not a bad right. idea. What we should say is you get your money back for the tickets if you find the paperclip. <laughs> That's good. Because then yeah. they they might start listening to the podcast and go, oh my God, this isn't worth it. I'm going to yeah. start looking for the paperclip. Nelson, Nelson, <laughs> quick quick little scam. Yeah. We'll claim that. If you find the paperclip we hide, you get the ticket, you get your ticket back. But tickets are a premium. They're $40. Nelson, we, don't, we don't hide a paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although that'd be funny, right? Where if we've got if we've got somebody in the audience that at the end is like I found the paperclip mm. and they bring it up. Now we know we haven't put down a paperclip, <laughs> but we can't say, hey, you cheated. You bought your own paperclip yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then they'll be like, well, go. Where's the, where's the real one? Well, we have to admit no, no, that, no, no. that they have found the paperclip. This, this is easy now. So I can wriggle out of this. No problem. You go, oh, where did you find the paperclip? And they'll say, <laughs> oh, I found it, you know, taped to the back of this chair leg. And we'll go, that's not where we hit it. No, it's not. That wasn't the paperclip. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Okay. Just to, I'm just trying to future proof ourselves. You know, we're a loophole kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we need to plug the holes ourselves yeah. for people not to use them. So what if they say, <laughs> okay, end of the end of the show. All right, tell us where the paperclip is, so that we know you're being honest. <laughs> where is the paperclip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, how do we wriggle out of this one? <laughs> yeah. I say we tip the table and run. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, definitely an option. Definitely <laughs> yeah. an option. Uh, I, could, I think we could just do something more metaphorical. The paperclip was inside you this whole time. Yeah, like, but like not metaphorical, like Saul. It's in yeah, your yeah. arm. You know those free cupcakes we gave out earlier? <laughs> One of you literally swallowed a paperclip. That, that, now that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's inside that. Oh my God, let's do this. 
No, but Nelson, all we, need to, all we need to do is claim that we've done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah. so we give free cupcakes to everybody. Oh, we have to pay for the cupcakes. <laughs> this is the problem. What, what if we melt the paperclip down into some kind of vapor and just release it into the air? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like there is, metaphysically yeah. speaking, a yeah, paperclip in this it. room. You have you've all paid the paperclip. Yeah, you breathe it in, you idiots. <laughs> ah, good. The problem is the second last show when out. everyone's caught on to it. <laughs> <laughs> then we need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Oh boy. We'll get to that when we do the second <laughs> yeah, last yeah. show. It'll be fine. We'll get we'll get to that when we get there. Um, okay, here's another one. Uh this is by Rapsy Jigo. Your nationality gives you game-like stats. What would your nationality buffs and debuffs be? Okay, so Australians, I feel like, what are we naturally good at? I'm going to say bar fights. Oh, bar fights. I, but I would okay. say like there are other nationalities that would match us. Let's say the Irish, for example. Probably yeah, also pretty yeah. good at bar fights if if racist mm. cliches have taught me anything. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or just um <clears throat> yeah, that's true. I, I and I feel like I mean if we're going for those stereotypes, let's say let, let's talk about all nationalities while we're doing this. Sure. I guess their buff, mm -hmm. the Irish, would be like, you know, sturdy constitution. Could drink a lot mm. of uh, you know alcohol before it affects them. Yeah, but Which, Irish people a lot of infighting. I'm talking about the troubles, Nelson. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Um, so teaming up isn't as likely for the Irish. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You can't. It's harder to make alliances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> All, uh, also while we're on that topic, mm. let's say. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Germans, mm. but they did have alliances. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, certain alliances, yeah. sure. Yeah, and I look, mean, they, Germans well organized. We can certainly say that. Well organized. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Um, motivated, well motivated, well organized. Can't can't yeah. put that against them. Well, you can because of can. what they did. <laughs> Let's say vulnerable to certain religions. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that's a good game stat. While we're on this topic, yeah. I'll say, uh, <laughs> definitely on this topic, yeah. I'll say Australians, perhaps a debuff, bit racist. Bit, yeah, harder as a country. To, harder to communicate racist. with other races. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where uh, you can make you can make alliances with your own, you know, with other Australians very easily. You know, I feel like we're very friendly to each other. But if you look slightly different, oh boy, are we racist? Uh, I, I would say, uh, speaking of Australians, slight superiority complex for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, Australians yeah. think that they're the shit. Like, like I'm speaking mainly of like, let's say, our parents' generation, uh, mm. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. To them, nothing is better than Australia, but for no yeah. real apparent reason. 
because we're not quite the best at anything in particular, but we're high rated in a few things. Apart from yeah. weirdly anti-smoking laws, where we are, that's that's uh that's what you that's one of our I guess our benefits is not addicted to cigarettes. Not we're quite good at anti-smoking laws, but yeah. for some reason, our parents' generation, anything from any other country is not quite as good for no reason. I don't get it. We're not that good at anything. Do you reckon that is more of a generation thing, though? Do you reckon they're uh, like particularly in um, you know first world countries? Mm. I sort of imagine that some people are like, you know, oh, we're the best country. Well, and the this thing is, is, like, like I guess the cliche is, uh, let's say, uh, certain subsections of America are like America's number one, like that mentality. Mm-hmm. But I understand because historically speaking, America was this huge superpower. They had this like huge industrial kind of, uh, you know, like like New York City was booming. I understand where that came from and it's like a, a, a hangover from that. But Australia didn't have that. It's just mm. where they offloaded a bunch of people England didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We... We didn't really have our own boom necessarily. <laughs> yeah. like, like to have that number one mentality, I think you need to have been number one at some point. You need you need to have done something yeah, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we were so racist. We tried to breed out a race that we, you know. Yeah. I, we I, came here. The thing is, this country has such a problematic history with racism. Yeah, that, that it yeah. needs to like. It, there's no way you can't have it on the negative stats of the uh, of the character. Yeah, yeah. So, so not really number one when you've got that kind of a history. No, hey. I mean, <laughs> do you know what I think we should? Okay, this should definitely be a thing though for Australians. Is one of the buffs is a get out of jail free card because <laughs> technically that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> We came over as convicts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of weren't really in jail yeah. anymore. You tr- I feel like we somehow skirted the law slightly. <laughs> try and lock an Australian up. Just try. Yeah, yeah we will prosper. Don't you worry. <laughs> we tried to lock them up. What did they do? They made a nation. <laughs> it's crazy. They're governing themselves. <laughs> um, yeah. So also we have lamingtons, which uh, you know, obviously that's a plus. Oh, lamingtons! Yeah, yeah. I thought you said lemmingtons. No, 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 not like lemmingtons. <laughs> what okay. do they do? Yeah, They're just true. kind of a tasty treat. I think if we were to um, summon a vehicle in in this game world, mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. it would be the kangaroo, right? Right. Either that Pop or into a, its front patch. Either that or a Holden Commodore. Mm. What about all the Ford people out there? Though? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, depending on who you are, you either summon a, a Holden Commodore or a Ford Falcon. Yeah. You, you summon yeah. one or of kangaroo. the two. <laughs> or a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> good. We've oh, done it. Oh, oh, just one last negative for us being Australians. We are, we are somewhat... Uh, you know, we we we've got if we've got a weak spot, it's fighting emus. Uh yeah, emus that's will true. defeat us. It yeah. Although, is it our strength longest? What we haven't 
We haven't lost Cambo, but we haven't won. But I would say what I'm saying is like, let's say the the Canadians ice skate in here with their hockey gear. That's obviously one of their benefits. And their tactic is to (laughs) absolutely. Can I say great, great benefit? That is absolutely (laughs) what we do. Let's say they we've met in some kind of I don't know battlefield, and they skate in, and their tactic is release the emus. We we know we're not in for a good time. Here's the thing. Part of me thinks that should another uh, nation try to declare war on us, we there is a chance that we could parlay with the emus <laughs> and be like, you, you know what? Differences. We've we've been at this for so many years. Who are these jerks that think they can come onto our soil and <laughs> declare war? We fight each other. Okay, <laughs> nobody fights us. I think we could unite the yeah. emus, if anything. Look at them there with their Trudeau and their Tim Hortons donuts. They think they can come <laughs> here. We, person and emu, must team up together. <laughs> yeah, I reckon we'd be able to convince. In fact, hopefully that's how we end the emu yeah, war. Yeah, but let's say there we're is fight- another war. Let's say we're fighting the Canadians and we're riding the kangaroo or the Ford Falcon and yeah. they come charging in on moose. I feel like moose versus kangaroo. Best, yeah, best emu. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. one. But what we can what we can do throw platypi at them because mm-hmm. they got they that have little, a very that, tiny got, stinger yeah, thing. Yeah, they've got that little the prick d- on the back of their foot. He's kind of annoying, you know. <laughs> or yeah. echidnas, yeah, spiky po- things. Yeah, like the, the the little spike on the back of uh, platypus, poisonous, poisonous enough to kill a moose. No. No, <laughs> but it's enough for the moose to kind of just be a bit irritated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Throw a couple of koalas at them. That moose got chlamydia. <laughs> That's how we would do it. The the cold wild their espionage tactic would be to send in koalas. They give all their wildlife chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> do um. I, we've probably mentioned this on the show, but is that a, is that a widely known fact to like our American listeners? For example, I don't know. We have we have mentioned it on the yeah. show before, but yeah, koalas are the I, worst. I <laughs> They're drugged yeah. up little sex fiends with chlamydia. <laughs> um, I legitimately can't believe this. This has been, this is shaping up to be the longest episode. Yeah, yeah. We should get sure. a move on. I, I was so believe- surprised when you did another. I didn't even realize how long we were going for. I just checked the time there. Jesus. Okay, quickly, let's get into today. I advise. So now it's time for. Today I learned. And also sometimes advice. This today I learned was by Bacon Receptacle. <laughs> today I learned <laughs> it's a good one too. Today I learned in Japan, condemned prisoners are not told their date of execution and only informed on the morning of their execution. Oh, is that not the cruelest yeah. fate in the world? Could you imagine us waking up every day and be like, oh, it could be today. And, and could like, be today, like, today. there is this like philosophical thing where you're like, if you don't know you're going to die, live every day like it's your last. But hard when you're on death row in prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if right. they let you go about your life and then one morning came and collected you from your house, sure, maybe this is a good system. But yeah, yeah. the cruelty of having to sit in a cage every day, never knowing. Oh my god. 
what would you do if you were if you're in that circumstance you're like okay i'm locked up in jail how do i live my life to the fullest because i'm literally my die tomorrow all right i, I would i would go to the warden and say warden are you a betting man right because statistically okay. speaking maybe he is yeah i'd say warden i've got a bet for you i'm gonna hide a single paper clip somewhere in a house and if you can yep. find it in 24 hours, I'll definitely die. But yeah. if you can't find it in 24 hours, you need to let me go. Okay, okay. And then, that's for the rest of this, see segment one. Well, I was thinking, uh, alternatively, Cambo, you get to the house, mm. escape, run <laughs> at that <Yeah>. point. <laughs> Why would you even risk him finding a paperclip? Just yeah, run yeah, as run. far as he, he, he would be, a, you know, he'd be like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to have guards with you. But whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not trust you. You know, you might cheat. They might tell you or at least give sideways glances yeah, yeah, as yeah. to where the paperclip is. But then when, uh, They when, can wait outside. Thank you very much. Yeah. Here's what you do. Before this, you request, I want to watch the movie John Wick. I want to watch the entire trilogy. And then okay. when the guards take you to the house, take the paperclip, kill the guards. I feel like John Wick has probably killed people with paper clips, right? It feels like a very John Wick with anything. He can kill them with anything. Yeah, you kill the guards, escape. Yeah, pretty genius. What if? Okay, how about this? You know how on death row you get like a last meal. Mm. What if you could say? What if you could get a request like I don't know when my Last meal is going to be right in Japan because this comes at any time. Mm. So I'd like to request request my last meal now, and then you know at some point in the future I'll I'll have had it so it's fine when I when I actually do die. Mm. So what you do is you you request the poison that they use to inject you mm. when you die. And what you do for every day, for as long as possible, you inject yourself with a little bit of that poison. And you hope that you build up an immunity <laughs> yeah, yeah, to I like such this. a poison so that the lethal injection doesn't work. <laughs> I like it. I and like then it. you're like, well, that's it. I'm done. If that, what if, was there not some kind of, some kind of uh, legal precedent where someone was convicted and was sentenced to die and then they went into cardiac arrest at some point and had to be resurrected like they actually legally died and came back mm. and then they got their their lawyer to argue that they had actually died yeah carried out their their sentence their, yeah that i know that that's true for being hanged yeah uh and back in the day they they actually changed the wording to be you know you hanged you were uh, yeah. hanged until death yeah instead of just Hanged. So, yeah. so um, I'm saying, could you eat something that would, like, trigger reaction, in which you would maybe die for a minute or two and be rushed to a hospital and then revived, and then legally speaking, you could then claim, well, I did technically die, or would they not bother resuscitating you? What are the ethics of yeah, that? Yeah. Do you resuscitate they might someone be a, on death row? Yeah, they might be like, well, 
Let's just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a this, this is a saves us, us a few bucks. It's actually quite expensive to lethally inject yeah. somebody. He just choked on a chicken bone. <laughs> um, I, I like your idea yeah. though about uh, building up an immunity to the poison. That's good. I might start now, Cam. I don't look. As far as I know, mm. I'm never going to be on death row. Yeah. But just in case. Well, I mean, we've talked about bullet immunity before. In fact, it was the title of one of our episodes. Do you yeah. do you want to start being shot just a little bit every day? You shoot me a little bit every and day, and then eventually, by the time Inject someone tries to mug you, you, you're you're some kind of yeah. Luke Cage esque figure where bullets are bouncing off you. That's a good point. That's a good point. This is foolproof. <laughs> I've started. <laughs> I will become invulnerable. Okay, Cambo, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by, it was cross to do it to us by, it's me, Christian. Uh, but it was originally posted by Super75114. Wood is rarer than diamond through the whole universe. I mean, as far as we know. Are you jumping to conclusion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I problem think. with the universe is it's unknowably large. Yeah. And they think like, like like the let's say that the entire universe comes together as a collective and they investigate Earth. There's a very real possibility that they go, they've got so little wood on their planet. Yeah, yeah. Look how oh my god, this is basically is. a woodless planet. <laughs> oh my god, we there's more diamond so- here than you'd think though. <laughs> What a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think we've found the problem with this. Show. <laughs> yeah. 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 I look, if he had said solar system, he could have, because we have tracked the solar system fairly well, mm. but yeah. universe, you've really, you've really damned yourself by the infinity of it. We've, we've found the loophole. Yeah, because isn't it that uh, like Jupiter or Saturn or something they think that has just like a gigantic yeah, diamond yeah, in yeah. the center Could, of yeah, it? The, the pressure is such pulling down on it that, that they theorize that it could just be a giant, almost Earth-sized diamond right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but on the inside of that, could there be wood? <laughs> also, people don't talk about this mercury made entirely of wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really, if you really break it down, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just wood. Um, That's why it's burning so much, too close to the sun. Yeah. Do you think there is a way that we personally mm. could extract some of the diamond in Jupiter or Saturn? Say this for nothing, it'd make a great heist film. It would make a great <laughs> heist film. Sci-fi I like the idea... Film. Yeah, I like the idea that it's a heist film, right? But nobody really cares. Well, I like the idea that someone's trying because, to stop you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just the fact that it is so hard to pull off in the first place. Like, just the technology required to steal any amount of this diamond. And, like, but but throughout, they're just still really secretive mm. and going, like, you know. I think... Hiring ex NASA employees that were a bit too butch for their science role. (laughs) I think that if you like, how does SpaceX fund all of its missions? 
How does Elon get all of his money? I think if you were to do a tour of the SpaceX offices and you were to barge into an office, they would rip down a little schematic of, of Jupiter from the wall quickly with their heist <laughs> yeah. plans. They'd be like, you didn't see nothing. We're going to Mars, all right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. All right, going to Mars with a quick stop to Jupiter. It's, uh... That's how the solar system works. We're going the long way to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't they do stuff like, you know, wrap around the moon because of its gravity pull or something? Yeah. Or did I see that in a TV show? I don't know. And I think you're thinking you could of... just say, they could say the same thing. Oh, we're just going to wrap around I, Jupiter because technically it's more fuel efficient. Are you thinking of the movie The Martian where they have to slingshot around Earth? Oh, yeah. Was The Martian? Oh, but how about Interstellar? Oh, no, Interstellar was more weird. Yeah, yeah I that think was, it was the Interstellar Martian. was just that love is inside of a bookcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I do remember that being the moral of the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love is in a bookcase and we communicate by a watch. I think I've understood <laughs> that movie correctly. Yes, uh, that's true. Um, yes, I was thinking of maybe, but I think that's somewhat true, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's think... kind of, there, I believe there is scientific merit around like slingshotting <laughs> planets. But Jupiter. Don't fact checkers, though. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> <It's> Jupiter. <laughs> I mean, just a slingshot, it would take years. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. big. Here's the thing, though. If you said to somebody, hey, we're going to get to Mars and we need to slingshot around Jupiter. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be like, I've done the calculations myself and this is incorrect. Hmm. If anybody presented that to me as an idea, I'd be like, probably. Yeah. No, <laughs> you I'm, guys seem to know what you're talking about. <laughs> if someone said to me, we're going to Mars, we're going to slingshot past Jupiter, I'd sidle up to them and go, are you getting a bit of that diamond, are you? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then yeah, they'd yeah. have to let me into the plan. How do how do you how do I get into this? <laughs> Isn't Jupiter, by the way? I mean, keep it saying Jupiter, and I have zero yeah, idea if it's, it's Jupiter. It's, it's has... Jupiter or a planet like that. Let's just <laughs> say that as a uh, as a catch-all. It's one of the planets. <laughs> Not this one. Nothing in this core, no. but molten lava. <gasps> or is it this one, Canby? Have we dug into the center of the earth? I don't think so. Yeah. I see a heist movie coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's people trying to pit, uh, like dig a really big hole as subtly as possible. <laughs> like huge <laughs> drilling equipment. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're doing it Shawshank style. Every day they come out and just kind of disperse the dirt around. <laughs> <laughs> Put their hand in their pocket and sprinkle the dirt underneath there. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's they good. never did catch us digging through to the core of the earth. <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. you know, you'd get a Morgan Freeman or someone to narrate it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, here's another one. I'll do one more shout-out <laughs> <Okay>. before we <laughs> move <laughs> We need to do at least two shout-outs. Okay, uh, this is by Puff Stanley. It's wild that we used to watch TV based on what was on and not by what we wanted to watch. Yeah. I, I find this so fascinating. Like I know. It's such an obvious shower thought. And so, not something that we've like forgotten. But when somebody points it out, you're like, it is insane well, that that's how we work. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm reminded of it somewhat often because <clears throat> our nightly routine and lockdown is such that we, we watch a show that we nominated to have watched, you know, something on a streaming service or whatnot. We watch an episode or two of that. And then at the end of the night, Stacy loves nothing more than getting the remote and flicking around the TV for a while. And all it reminds me of is that it's such an inefficient system of entertainment. <laughs> like, for yeah. instance, you'll be like, oh, there's a, an interesting movie on. 
uh, and then yeah. you watch it for about five minutes and you go, oh, yeah, ad breaks. You know, like, yeah. like, and then yeah. you're like, yeah, this is, no, no, this is a bad way to do it. Yeah. Or just that idea of like, you know, uh, nothing on this channel, nothing on this channel, nothing on this channel, nothing on this channel. I've gone through all of them. I guess I'll choose one of those things yeah. that I didn't want to watch. Look, because- the, the, the one benefit it does have is like the, there's the economy of choice, right? When choice becomes too great, you kind of make no choice. But if it was only from yeah. a select few things, it's easy to make a choice. Mm. So TV, at least in Australia, where we've got fucking like seven channels, like we've yeah. got so few channels, uh, is that it is easy to pick from that small selection of something to watch than the entirety of Netflix. And that's if you only have Netflix. Well, I think on average people have three is the average streaming services. So you've got the entirety yeah. of Netflix, the entirety of Amazon Prime Video to choose from where I can understand that the choice is easier when you're watching television. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Now now that I think about it, I don't think I've watched TV since Netflix came out. Yeah, I, I before moving in with Stacey, I hadn't watched. I don't. When we lived together, I don't think we had an aerial connected to our TV. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I still don't. Because <laughs> um, I remember when I, I moved in, I didn't have internet last week, and uh, or the week before when I moved in, and I was like, well, nothing to do, nothing to watch, because can't <laughs> plug in my TV. <laughs> uh, okay, Cameron, let's move into podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast and we do it ourselves. This week could quite possibly be the laziest week I have ever, ever done. Sometimes I put a lot of effort into it, Kembo. Sometimes I put a moderate amount of effort. This week, very little effort was put into it, almost just as a joke from last week's (laughs) episode. Has this podnapping come about? Here's the thing. I, 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 I do, in a way, blame others for enabling your laziness because you threw it out <laughs> yeah. there. Hey, send us some emails. Tell us anything. And then I'll yeah. use it as a podnapping. And the thing is, if no one had have done it, you would have had, been I would have had to do something else. <laughs> do something else. But in a way, the listeners, and, and I love them, but they've enabled mm. your bad habit. The other thing is, if I only had received one email... I think it couldn't have been a segment. Yeah. You need, but I have received two emails, yeah, which is the <laughs> which minimum is... amount of emails you required to get this on that the I needed. So yeah. the first email ca- comes in, and I'm going, uh, still not a done deal. And then as soon as that second yeah. one came in, I'm like, oh, they've sealed his fate. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll get to beat those people at the moment. Uh, but yes, so this is tell us anything. Where last week it was a joke that that uh, I think it's like Jeremy or somebody wrote in and just said that there was a question, but there wasn't really a question. And I joked that it was tell us anything. Mm. And then so I said for the listeners to write in to just tell us anything. There can't be any questions. Um, so. We've had two here. One is from Amanda. She said, Dear Nelson and Cambo, thank you so much for this opportunity to share information. <laughs> Cambo, I think you said it best when you said that what you're looking forward to after lockdown is going out without Stacy. Not because you don't want to hang around with Stacy, but because you want to come home and tell her about your day. Here is just some stuff I wanted to share. Great. <laughs> Number I, mean, one. I mean, not great. You've enabled him, but great. 
Fantastic. Could very good job. <laughs> <on that. laughs> Number one, I've worn out two pairs of slippers during lockdown. That's pretty hard to do. I I was never traditionally a, a slipper kind of person, but in mm. lockdown I've become a little bit more so. I mean, not now. Yeah. I'm wearing full shoes at the moment, but uh, I would say I've gone from a stance of no slipper anytime to maybe fifteen to twenty percent slipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a good good slipper ratio. I'd like to see that upped to about Here's the thirty thing. to forty percent because next I, week. I, because I cared so little for the slippers. I, I've brought slippers that are slightly too big. So where they better oh. fit on my feet, I think maybe that number would rise. But in a way, it's right. almost kind of annoying to wear them. Okay, okay. Uh, number two, my husband hasn't shaved since the start of lockdown. He looks like an Airedale. I've learned that's I'm a kind of dog. Oh, yes. I now I actually forgot already, but when this email first came in, I Googled it. Oh. Yes, dog. <laughs> um, I'm not good with this. Airedales are cute, but I don't want to be married to one. <laughs> uh, number three, one of my stories is getting published. Oh, oh hang that's on. awesome. Hang on. One of Amanda's stories is being published. Make it official. Let us know. Let us know what it is, Amanda. We'll we'll uh, promote it for you. Amanda, send but... send the entire story in. That's a podnapping for me. That is a, yeah, that's a podnapping. <laughs> just to read the story. And depending on how long the story is, yeah. it might be several, several podnapping podnaps. segments of Candy. <laughs> Chapter one and two is the first pod mapping and uh, we'll get through it. Um, the thing is, I'd be happy to promote it for Amanda, but she, we could not allow her to sell more of her stories than we have sold t-shirts. Yeah. So, <laughs> so get on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I know we're running late, but just very quickly, thank you to the person that called out. We, we set up a t-shirt design. Uh, last after last episode with a picture of a bagel and the words, you know why written underneath it. And congratulations to the person that has Googled bagels and realized that I use the very first image that comes up on Google images for yeah. the artwork. Yeah. What, what were they expecting? Can they for you to take that photo yourself? Come on. Of course it's going to be that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, number five. Uh, oh no, number four. The nice little hen that my sister gave me for my birthday last year has died. Oh, oh. that's sad. Um, did you eat it though? I mean, I'm, I don't know if that's rude to say, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, waste not, one not. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> um, uh, number five. I'm getting a new fish tank. Uh, number six. My husband has bought three new chainsaws during <laughs> lockdown. Three. That is that is a strange amount of chainsaws. Here's the thing. When the second one arrives, I think you'd go, okay, maybe the first one, there was like something wrong with it or it wasn't quite to the requirements that he needed. The third one arriving would really start yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Your husband is massacring people that you don't know <laughs> about. Because massacring people uh, does blunt a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, it turns out I was wrong when I thought I had a daughter. Turns out I have two sons. This makes me a trans parent. Hey. That's really interesting. And we we have actually met uh, Amanda's daughter, now son. Mm. We, yeah, we have. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Well, that's exciting. That's really interesting. And you I, know what? I don't think I know. Oh, no, that's a lie. I know two other trans people. And I would but, say uh, to Amanda, yeah. good on you for being so, like, 
understanding and actually compassionate, which I know that not every parent is, which is why I guess a lot of people that are, I mean, anywhere on the sexual spectrum other than straight are afraid to kind of admit it to their parents sometimes. And you are the, like, I would say a shining light in the exact opposite direction where, you know, that's a great example to be like, you've just been so loving and accepting and I wish more parents would Mm. be like that. How about though, if I read this sentence in a different way, we don't know the inflection. So how about if it was, it turns out I was wrong when I thought I had a daughter. <laughs> turns out I have two sons. Yeah, that that sounds. This makes me a transparent. Yeah, that sounds like so, how like my dad would react. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we don't know, Kevin. But we don't know. We don't know. Not as if Not Amanda's good. too loving of a person yeah. for it to be <laughs> to be sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, number eight, we turned the top of our water tank into a courtyard. It's really nice sitting out there. Oh, that does sound nice. Uh, number nine, I used the treadmill so much that I both broke the drive belt. Wow. That's also Could pretty impressive. One That's of- when you can stop exercising or if you've broken the exercise equipment. Can you replace the drive belt with the chain from a chainsaw? No, because you've got a lot of them. You've got some spare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, number 10, I had to get an Apple phone because I wanted an Apple watch. I like new toys. That's an good. odd version of that circumstance where... Normally it was like I had to get an Apple watch because, because I got an Apple phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. Because I would say that way most providers have their version of the Apple watch. Yeah. Uh, be it like the Samsung smartwatch or even like a Fitbit have the have the watches now that you can kind of see. Yeah. It's, it's, it's odd because I would say that the phone is the bigger investment. Yeah, it's weird to be like, I'm going to buy a watch. I've heard good things about these Apple ones. I just need to get the phone afterward. (laughs) It does seem like a funny circumstance. But But hey, that's cool. Uh, Stay well, girls. I'm looking forward to the day that I can go see a movie. Thanks for making me laugh. Hugs, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. But to qualify the tell us anything, Hazim also ready. (laughs) Gents, the presidential debate was... CNN described it as it best as a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. I felt like I needed a shower. <laughs> um, Here's the which thing: is like, did like, you did you watch any of that? By the way, did you yeah, watch any I, of that? I, I I could only stomach like the highlights. Uh, you know, oh, I, okay, I, I right, watched. Yeah. It was probably about fifteen minutes long worth of highlights. I say highlights; yeah. that's not the right word. But um, yeah, I believe it, it went for like an hour and a half. I believe the whole thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I felt nauseous watching it. I can't imagine what it's like to be in that country. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's true. It's too insane. Do you know what uh, I hated about it most, actually? Is that obviously I want Joe Biden to win. But the thing is, because Trump is so confident in his just lying or just saying whatever, yeah. right? Like he doesn't need to think, he just talks. Yeah. That's literally, you can tell that that's how he operates. But because of that, it makes him look more confident than Joe Biden. And that annoyed the shit out of me because I was like, hope, like, you know, 
I fingers crossed, hoping that's not a detriment to Joe being like, oh, he looked a bit, you know, nervous up there or less confident. And it's not, it's just that he's like, he's thinking about like facts and he's responsive to giving like a, you know, accurate thing. Like he's trying to find the right words to be persuasive and informative. Here's the thing is the traditional standard, I suppose, is be asked a question, absorb the question, think of a thoughtful answer, provide that answer. Takes a couple of seconds. (laughs) But that then... Becomes a detriment in the yeah. system, and where the quickest and loudest wins. Exactly, that's what it felt like. I was like, "Oh man, I hope that you know people aren't like uh, or, or or are wise to this and mm. understand." Like, and the reason why I don't have hope in that is just because Trump won originally. Yeah. So, like, obviously, there's some of this that people are, cannot see through also but like, anyway like we'll the the, the I, I don't know the complete ins and outs of it but the the electoral college is such that it's like it's such an imperfect system that even if he technically didn't win like he got less votes he still won yeah because of how like yeah. the states are uh, kind of cast yeah yeah that's right yeah um anyway uh second random item about me i think i bring chaos wherever i am As a kid, I'd been in Gaza during the first intifada and have been tear-gassed in my own home. I was in Saudi Arabia during Operation Desert Storm, and while most foreign nationals left because of the war, Palestinians had nowhere to go. School was basically down to around a couple dozen students total in all grades. We had to carry gas masks to school, and we never had uh, mask drills daily to practice putting them on. I came to the US in 99, 2000 for university. Mm. And while walking back from chemistry class on September 11, 2001, well, you know, uh, I just became a US citizen within the past year. And I legitimately wonder if this country is even a whisper of the prior dream I saw it, uh, of, saw of it from afar. And the presidential debate has made me depressed. That's called a callback. Full circle, if you will, to the start of the email. <laughs> That's good. We should learn from that. Yeah, man. Well, um, here's the thing. Like, I, I would actually suggest, you know, if if the country that, that you, you move to is disheartening you, come here. I would say that except for he's stated that wherever he goes, chaos does follow. So yeah, in a yeah, way... Yeah. Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> Just for an extended holiday. Don't yeah. take up residence. I think yeah, that's your, yeah, that's the yeah. loophole. <laughs> um, no, but that's so, so, so interesting and uh, crazy. We should like have Hazim on the show and he can just tell us about his interesting life. Yeah. It but, sounds like legitimately far more interesting than anything I've been through. The only, the only problem I have with this Nelson is it does cast a large shadow over us for the rest of the podcast where from mm-hmm. that, it's going to set a precedent where every other episode they, they'll go, Oh, this one isn't as interesting. Yeah, remember that really interesting one with Hazim? <laughs> and then Hazim starts his own podcast. It's called The Hazim Show, and it's just about him. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's really amazing, I, and I cannot imagine uh, what it's like. But, um, Nelson, can you now, wait, now read the last fact, the one I think is most interesting? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, also, I was one of the finalists for the Real World Season Twelve, Las Vegas. Fantastic! That's the most. That interesting is pretty thing amazing. Yet. That is pretty amazing. Do you mean Hazim 
that a finalist to like get onto the show or like you were on the show and you were a finalist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also interested in that. Yeah. Finalist to appear or finalist on the show. Actually, I think I know his last name. Okay. Oh my God. I I think you can Google Hazim. Oh my God. This is amazing. Uh, Real world. Let's see. Dr. Hazim. I can see you come up straight away. This is amazing. Hazim. Uh, it's missing real. It's like I typed in real world in uh, Google and all the results say it's missing real world. <laughs> okay. I can't find it, but please send us any evidence tapes, preferably <laughs> of uh, you being in the real world or uh, a, a, you know, in a, um, what do you call it? Audition tape or something like that. That'd be great. Um, don't save it for your podcast. <laughs> if you use it here, then you'll have nothing for yeah, your yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also I just wanted to say this is like a bit of a random question and maybe it's uh, my naivety, but I've heard Hazim speak before and to me he has a very thick American accent. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you, I mean, we've heard Hazim on the podcast before. Yeah. And I'm so surprised that um, his, I want to know how long Hazim has been here. He said since 2000. Yeah, so that's but I would have thought that he would still have, you know, like a bigger I, accent. I, I, I'm I just think... interested to know, like, maybe did you speak more English that was taught from an American, like, teacher so that you started when you uh, learned English? I'm assuming you speak you speak Arabic growing up. I'm just making a lot of assumptions here. I don't know. I'm interested to know about <laughs> that stuff. I, I, I'm interested in like, because I, I think if people immigrate younger, they tend to pick up accents, right? I want to know what the age is where you're stuck with an accent. Yeah, that's kind of a good, but I still see like younger uh, people, like I would say in their twenties that have like an accent. So I feel like it's, but 20, you can still 20, be pretty 20, young. 20 years of being in a country. Like for instance, my, uh, my uncle, uh, he migrated yeah. to Canada uh, when he was probably in his mid-20s. And he'd now maybe been there for 25 years, but completely Canadian accent. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like it's, that's it, what it, I mean. It, yeah, that's but, amazing. That's pretty young, don't you reckon? Yeah, but I'm saying obviously like th- th- that's what happens. That's what happens with accents is slowly over time, they just evolve when you've been there for that long. But I want to know how young, like what the age bracket is when that starts not being a factor, when it's really solidified. Yeah, yeah. Because I, because he said that he came here in 99, for university. Hmm. That's at a minimum 18. Yeah. Like he's been there for that long. Yeah. But again, if he, if he, anyway. Nelson, you'll hear about this on the Hazim podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. I was looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, let's get into the Ask Me Anything. We're listeners of the show just like you. You can write in and ask us anything you want. Just as a reminder, the last section was tell us anything. <laughs> this is now ask us anything. Now, just for formatting um, reasons, Nelson, I might actually read uh, the email from Ava just because we've, we've had one from Amanda just to separate them further. Oh, yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, cool. So it cool. says, hey, guys, my name's Ava, pronounced Ava. That didn't need to be read. I just wanted to let everyone know that uh, there's two different spellings, and I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah. And I would have guess said, how I spelled. would have said it the wrong way. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a pretty long time listener, but this is my first time writing in. Long life Woo. story short, I was born. In, it's a big episode for life stories, isn't it? I was born in Germany, and then my dad met a woman. Oh my god, is this a telecinic? No, it's not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Germany, and then my dad met a woman online who lived near Chicago in the USA. 
So when I was a young teenager, we suddenly ended up in the USA on a vacation. And before I knew it, what was happening. <laughs> Gambo, we, you physically did quotation yeah, yeah, marks. I did. But I tried did. to verbally kind of uh, <laughs> emphasize it as well. <laughs> Sorry, continue, continue. Sorry. We ended up on a open quotation mark, vacation, close quotation mark. And before I knew what was happening, <laughs> we were in Las Vegas and they got married. So now I've been stuck in this asshole country and haven't been back <laughs> to Germany since the early 2000s. You may have uh, been at the airport the same time as Hazim came in. Uh, Maybe. I, st- <laughs> I still miss Donna kebabs and the currywurst every day, but Americans keep stuffing cheeseburgers down my throat. Please save me. Anyway, onto my <laughs> AMA. Lots of celebrities have different nicknames. For Wait, their- I want to know if Ava has a German accent. Okay, continue. Yes, please write in and let us know. Uh, Anyway, onto my AMA. Lots of celebrities have different nicknames for their fan base. Rhett and Link call their fans mythical beasts. BTS have an army. And Justin Bieber fans have believers. If you guys had to make up uh, an an integrating name for your rabid fan base, what would it be? Also, Cambo, Cambodians has already taken from the people of Cambodia. (laughs) Sorry. P.S. If you guys need a German correspondent or a reluctant immigrant to the USA correspondent, <laughs> let me know. Is that when we want kind of a um, a more honest view of the USA? We'll be like, okay, we've got our regular correspondents. Let's have a listen to what our reluctant immigrant to the USA correspondent yeah, yeah. has to say. I, I like that angle. I like that angle where it's we, we feel we're going to get an, a real objective opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Um, okay. Um, what do we call our uh, our fan base? Wait, BTS He's, has an army? They're yeah, just called army? Yeah, the B- they're even, called the BTS army. That's not even creative. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. It's what they've landed <laughs> with. Here's what just I think, what Nelson. What we should do is we should swoop in and steal the name of a different podcasts, what their fan base would be called. Like if our fan base is called Patchworkers, that's really got to yeah. stitch the welcome to Patchwork guys. Up, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Escape um, artists. Then we could be stealing a lot of the fan base from Escape This Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. How about if we, how about if it's more generic, let's get broader, Camber, mm. Cambo. Um, podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh you you uh, oh you listen uh, to reddit uh, on reddit yeah i'm a real podcast listener <laughs> <laughs> i like it. it's right. got a nice ring to it yeah yeah i like the idea of people just in casual conversation classifying themselves as a podcast listener <laughs> and then somebody who listens to our podcast is like oh you listen to reddit on reddit as well. <laughs> hey announcement bugle am i right and they'll be like what <laughs> I don't, and that's how we get more listeners. <laughs> it's that spark in conversation. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Otherwise, is there? I mean, there's redditors, right? That's because I'm trying to combine the like. I like believers. Yeah, you know, or um, what's the um, the like? Katy Perry has a kitty cats. Yep, and uh, there's uh, uh, I believe uh, Lady Gaga has the little monsters. I believe they're called. Little monsters, right? I do Does enjoy. Rihanna have something. I well, I enjoy some, any any kind of like punk or metal band because they always have really derogatory names. Like I believe that Slipknot fans of Slipknot are called maggots. 
Right. And I, okay. I believe that fans of some 41 are like scum fucks. I quite like the right, idea of just being yeah. a bit insulting. That's also fun. Yeah. Okay. So if our fan base is just uh, called fuckheads. <laughs> just fuckheads. You can either be known as podcast listeners or, <laughs> or fuckheads. Fuckhead. And I would say yeah, anyone yeah. that writes in from now on, let us know if you're a fuckhead or a podcast listener. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. like in but social circles, this. what do you say? The, what the, do you the introduce real yourself to? fans, they're the fuckheads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or the fuckhead podcast listeners. That's next one. <laughs> <laughs> so like if, if we were to do this live show and we pointed out, look at this fuckhead podcast listener. That's the greatest, <laughs> that's the greatest compliment you could ever receive. Every such year again. One day I'll be a fuckhead podcast listener. Um, okay, good, good, good one. It's good. All right. Uh, thank you, Ava. Here's another one. Uh, this is by Amanda again. It just so happened they happened together. So whatever. I'm putting him in. Uh, hi guys. Was just listening and to wait, just, just to be, sorry. Just to be clear, this is ask me anything and not tell me anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. and also this email came before the tell us anything email, so <laughs> if that's relevant at all. I was just listening to today's podcast. Glad you know the sunshine has helped you with lockdown. Canva, weird to think it will almost be summer by the time we're allowed to go to the cinema again. It is nuts that we just missed. I feel like we just missed a um, a uh, a season, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. or like a couple of seasons. If it just seems like season, we didn't have winter. Yeah, if I you're going to miss like a season, winter, winter is not a bad one to miss. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I liked it. Okay. Uh, I was very interested in the bit you did on the, you get $100 every time someone tells you a lie idea. Frankly, I think you worked a bit too hard for this and you missed an obvious source of income. The first thing I would do would be to sign up to Donald Trump's Twitter feed. That's a couple of thousand dollars a week, at least. Then I would offer my help, myself as a helper in a childcare center for one afternoon a week. I'm looking for some passive income here. <laughs> During that time I was looking after the kids, I would put a bowl of lollies on a low table and walk off to do some responsible kid-minding stuff. When I came back and discovered that, oh dear, the lollies were eaten, I would just need to ask everyone if they ate the lollies and wait for the lies and dollars to roll in. That's a good one. I've also had a bit of an idea for podnapping, which is a little thing I've called loophole. Uh, this... I have developed uh, this Nelson, idea. I think it's called loophole this. Oh, loophole this. <laughs> it is. Yes. I, do you know what? Legitimately, I know this sounds really dumb. There's like a small mark on my monitor and it made it look like a full stop after loophole. Uh, it's called uh, loophole this. I have developed this idea around my plans for what I would wish for in the event that I find a magic lamp with a genie in it. So one person gets to be the lamp holder and the other person gets to be the genie. Obviously, the lamp holder gets to make up some fantastic wish, and the genie looks for loopholes that he's going to make the wish suck. It does sound like the it sounds like a monkey's other paw. Yeah, it sounds like a podnapping specifically for this show. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, here's my wish, and you can loophole this. Uh, she's got the trademark symbol, all, all rights reserved symbol. Uh, <laughs> if you dare, I would like a magic purse. Whenever I need to buy something, the purse will give me the amount of money that I need. 
down the shops to buy a coffee, here's $4.90. New house, here's three quarters of a million dollars. Easy. This money will be in legal tender of whatever country I happen to be in at the time. It will be appropriate for the time, e.g. I do not want uh, doubloons or banknotes or holy dollars or whatever, and it will be legally and ethically sourced. I do not want to be draining pensioners' bank accounts. Uh, if you ever get a magic lamp and use this wish, I would like 2% of each transaction to be sent to my bank account because I am all about the passive income. Thank you. Uh, I've been having these wild fantasies lately. Just last night, I dreamt I went into a coffee shop and sat at a table with my friend and we drank coffee together. <laughs> Take care, both of you, and thanks for making me laugh. Hugs matter. Nelson, okay. it, it depends how evil we want to be as genies because there's a really easy one here, I think. Go for these ones. You, one, you go... That's a very specific wish. She's covered a lot of her bases, but not some of the big ones, which is a yeah. bit of a rookie mistake. I would go, here is your magical wallet. By the way, you've only got a week to live. <laughs> okay. I mean that, yeah, okay. Look, to I be mean, fair, that, it's unrelated. I don't know if you've found the loophole <laughs> so much as cursed her yeah, with yeah, something yeah. else. So, so what, what you want to do is start it with, I don't want any shortened life. I don't want any bad consequences. <laughs> I don't... Just take care of the big, um, large ones first. Okay, okay. Yeah, in terms of agreement, if you will, mm. to write up beforehand. Yeah. Um, uh, this was what I was thinking is, first of all, small purse, like a little coin purse yeah. is, what ha is what you're given. And then, second of all, the coin purse, if it breaks, loses all its magic. Yep. Yeah. Or so you can get this free forever. But if you ask for a million dollars, it's going to come in coins. Break that sucker straight away. I love the nothing. idea of coins. Smallest denomination possible. So say you want five cent pieces, three quarters of a million dollars to to buy a house. You're gonna have yeah. to you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, in five cent coins. In five cent coins. Yep. Even just if you even if you were just to get a coffee, right? Mm. How annoying would that be? Like four bucks for yeah. a coffee, and you're just like taking out five cent pieces. I think it would time. get to the point where if you could just tap your credit card or get the four dollars ninety and five cent pieces, occasionally you'd go, I oh, just I'll just tap the credit card. I don't wanna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't wanna have to I can't be bothered today. <laughs> because you know that like even if you know it's exact money, like that's how the wish works, the person at the counter will have to count that out to make sure. Yeah, exactly. They, they won't take it on good faith. Don't worry. It's a magical wallet that only gives me the exact amount I need. They'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to double check it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But that's only bad for people that are behind you in line. Yeah, so otherwise it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, that's it. So thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Ava. And uh, thank you, Hazim, for writing in. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Uh, also, as a reminder, I haven't done it for a little while, but uh, we also have a Discord, which is on uh, pinned to the top of our subreddit. Yep. If you want to join that, we have a few people join every quick, now and again. Quick warning, and we did have to quickly shame someone the other day, but uh, they're unshamed <laughs> now. It was a quick shaming. It, it was a quick shaming. Um <laughs> So it wasn't that uh, big a deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes we get into fun conversations. Yeah. Sometimes we just don't talk for like three days. <laughs> you never know. You never, that's the, that's the beauty of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say also like write in, let us know if you're a fuckhead or a podcast listener. <laughs> and only yeah, we, yeah. only we can cram someone a fuckhead podcast listener. That that is <laughs> yeah. to our discretion. <laughs> That's uh, that's very that's very important. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty, uh, so that's it for another episode. Thanks for listening, and we will read you later.